Hi everyone, and welcome back to Cosmic Crit! This is your GM in your casual online acquaintance, aka Patrick, and I'm happy that you are healthy, happy, and listening to this podcast right now. I took a brief break from a lot of the things here on the podcast uh, right after CritterCon 3, but with PaizoCon Online right around the corner, it's nose to the grindstone time for me. We here at Cosmic Crit love online conventions, obviously, so we want to make this PaizoCon uh, awesome, even from home for, for a lot of players. Uh, GM signups have already passed, but you can sign up to play games with me and tons of other amazing Crittermanders and GMs out there starting this Saturday, May 16th. Go to PaizoCon Online's webpage, that's at paizo.com forward slash paizocon, C-O-N, and get ready to sign up on Saturday. Make sure you have a, a Warhorn account, you're in the, the Discord if you have any questions. There are amazing benefits to playing online in general. As a founder of one of the most popular online virtual tabletop lodges for Paizo, I can tell you that it is a great way to game with people literally all over the world. We have GMs on multiple continents and rank games at all times of day, and PaizoCon is going to be no different. Um, so get ready to sign up and have a good time. Uh, that is going to do it for this week's opening announcement, though. Um, I hope to see you all at PaizoCon, but until then, we have some intense drama and intrigue to get to on this podcast. This week's episode of Cosmic Crit is number 134, and we call it War of the Words. Episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Equip your BP7s! Plug in four controllers and stop peeking at my screen, Tyler. It's time that we stay up all night and play Golden Crit 007. Welcome to the gaming basement where we have um, grocery store brand Coca-Cola, uh, some cold pepperoni pizza, and a non-stop four-player 007 tournament. My name is Patrick and I'm your GGM. Your Golden Gun Moonraker welcoming you back to another episode of the show. Joining me in Only Living Twice are my five friends and your player twos to my right. She typed in a cheat code to fly and do wield pistols. It's Rebecca rolling with Zinnia. Hello. Across from her, he's at the Susculin DMV this week to renew his license to kill. It's Drew delivering Echo 7. Slappers only, no odd job. <laughs> to my right, this hideously scarred double O agent Wishes his polygon count was in the double digits, too. It's Tyler dredging up Devosh. I'm opening up every bathroom door and checking for henchmen. Across from him, well, he's completed all the levels on hard mode and unlocked the ancient Hylaxian temple. It's Jabert playing a stressed. It's uh, peaceful because I'm playing on paintball mode. <laughs> and across the digital table from myself, playing as a shorter character like Oddjob is a sin worse than murdering your friends in a video game. It's Miles mixing up with Sprouts. Good evening. How are you guys doing? Welcome. Lovely. Pretty good. I think this, this is the first one that I've actually played this game. 
Oh my boy. Yeah. This is this is like one of the first games I was able to convince my parents to buy me. So, <laughs> Which it's, is it's so only, weird in, in hindsight. It's like twenty-seven or no, twenty-three years old. Uh right. I think in, in, in the next month or so. Um yeah, we're talking about for the N64 GoldenEye 007. Um, but in general, I just love me some couch co-op games. We've actually been playing a good deal of them, both on stream and just for funsies, like your ultimate chicken horse. Uh, yeah. We can't play that anymore because Tyler's too good at it. <laughs> yeah, everybody hates me. Like, I don't know what I'm. You're, I never hated you, Tyler. Um, when, but when I was it, little, it, it used to be like sort of a, uh, uh, you know, periodically, like, you know, your memory card would get deleted or whatever. Oh and my. so it used to be a uh, like a uh, an ethical thing for me that I would need to complete the third level in the certain time limit so that I could get uh, the paintball mode. <laughs> so I could be like, I'm not killing them. I'm just tagging them out. <laughs> <laughs> of life. That, tagging that them out of film. life. Right. Where is a giant paintball tournament? Yep, that's the one. <laughs> I forgot all about that. Uh, mode. Live and let die. Yeah, but it's um, D Y E. Uh-huh. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> no, the Living Daylights. That was the one where the intro was the paintball tournament. Mm, yeah, that man. Uh, there's so much reminded me of that game when going back and, and writing that intro, uh, including yeah, they, there was like um, an Egyptian level that you can unlock. For yeah, multiplayer, yeah. which was a lot of fun uh, once we figured that out because playing the bunker level in multiplayer over and over got very old very quickly. Where you're like, come come downstairs, get out of the bathroom. We know you're hiding. <laughs> That's know. when you just load it with trip mines and then they can't do anything. Mm. <laughs> or proximity mines. That was it. A lot of fun. Good game. Um, just in general, I like like those co-op games. Um uh, before we get back into our our own six player multiplayer game, um, let's let's remind one another and the audience uh, of what happened last time on Cosmic Crit. Should have known everything wasn't on the level before we launched. Several of the hand crates contained some gelatinous goons to consume me and the rest of the crew. And do we get any thanks for taking care of the problem? No. This loachwort weasel decides it's his one mission in life to be a perennial pain in my petunia keister. After shoving him off, I finally managed to get the first bit of shut-eye in over a day. Peace and quiet didn't last too long. Never does. Duty called again, and there's no hitting the snooze button. Our course changed. Again, Lewis Ward kept insisting Zinni was at fault, but I knew better. I trust my fly girl fifth day. Echo proposed confi- confining everyone to their quarters. It was a golden idea, one I hastily accepted because everyone meant loach work. My hunch it was sabotage of another kind paid off. Turns out we had some glitch gremlin. Took some positioning because these suckers are really in there, but we managed to wipe them all out. I can only hope this already troubled voyage goes smoother, but I know better. I am in love with how much sprouts hates loach war like the the complete like it's almost it's almost like a hold on more, it's almost just like a, a line in the sand at this point like does it matter how much he redeems himself yeah it's it's pathological at this point whoa 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 are you guys saying you don't like loach word as a character um you, <laughs> i'm you saying no that i'm saying I that wrote i wrote him right i, <laughs> I created the character I'm saying that I've been stuck inside my house for a number of weeks with with people that I love, and it's been mm-hmm. tense. We've been with Loachford for two days, and I want to kill him. <laughs> uh, I think Devaj is the only person who doesn't 
give a dime about Loachwort. He's got other problems. So yeah. He's not well, no, I, th- I think I think Loachwort's a great character because he's a consistent like a narrative like cattle prod to to instigate stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. but obviously, but Sprouts, but Sprouts in particular, Sprouts hates him. uh obviously there's like so many influences on where this character came from uh it it was uh handed to me in in writing that that first ap to make up because you meet him in the first book obviously uh someone that is uh like almost immediately unlikable (laughs) for for a number of reasons um and in this kind of like you know world and this kind of uh, fiction um i was going for a number of uh characters uh kind of being referenced but now that i think about it it's very uh very much like um all the folks in the alien series that are you, you just like besides the aliens like a paul riser yeah i, I was gonna say uh, i mean he reminds me of burke yeah but, I, yeah. but the, thing, the thing about burke Zinnia, um is that um you 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 know burke has ulterior motives we don't yet know that lurchward has ulterior motives yeah or, well i mean for sprouts the fact that i mean like Again, his mindset is is his crew, his partners. That's that's his team. So he's going to give them a, the benefit of the doubt, even if he doesn't fully know anybody. And with people he's been in life or death situations with, like Zinni and like Echo Seven, he's going to trust them more than any unknown factor that pops up. Yeah, and tr- he already doesn't his- like Xantos Z- because of the stuff that happened on the surface and the fact that he consistently is questioning him and prodding him and 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 sprouts being sort of the no-nonsense character is like just get this person away from (laughs) and what's special about our playthrough is like in in other party comp in other party compositions people might have a good science officer so they might not need loachwort to run the ship or anything but we need him like he actually fills a gap and so it's even extra annoying because it's like crap you have skills that we desperately need to be used <laughs> right but, but i also that we we hate having to admit it it's it's terrible to be like hi lochward i also need an excuse to be able to use the phrase my flag roll fifth day <laughs> yeah no I, I think we we use that term uh my girl fifth day at some other point uh with uh with sprouts background uh and obviously very enjoyable whenever you Whenever you say that, my girl Friday, of course, is is a a classic gumshoe kind of term. Yes, and there there are not Fridays in in Starfinders. <laughs> there's there's fifth, fifth days. days. Oh no no no! The one you liked was uh six ways to seventh day. <laughs> yeah, there, there's a couple. Of That's a good one. Of the screw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in in this universe, uh, Garfield Amander hates uh, first days. <laughs> first days. <laughs> right. So when we when less last left off you guys had indeed uh bested the the glitch gremlins that seem to be the cause of most of the problems on the the ship uh took care of them in last week's episode and what else uh, you, you've closed off the lower deck like the command and engineering deck to all non-scf passengers uh and that's where we find ourselves in this week's action before we go further after last week's multiple fights um I know some of you have rested up between them, but does anybody need to take a rest now, 10 minute break or otherwise, or if if I recall happened, right. Oh, actually, you know what? I will take a 10 minute rest. 
if I recall, the glitch gremlin fight went very one-sided your way. There's a lot of crits on your your guys' side. Yeah, but I got I got hit by way. either a gelatinous uh, goon or a gremlin at some point because I'm missing mm. like 13 or yeah, 11 I took, points. I, I took a hit or two as well. I, yeah, I yeah, I'll, I'll take a I'll take a, one of those 10 minute rests if we got them. Yeah, and you guys can indeed take stock. Um, uh, do, do you want Raz on the the engineering deck while you guys are, are taking stock of what the the gremlins uh, have oh, damaged yeah. here? Or yeah, kick him back down. Oh, oh no, we we need, we need that his expertise. Yeah, we need that half point. <laughs> what does Lochwort have in engineering? I don't really want to get him involved in this, but if his score is high enough, we probably uh, could Zinnia, use him. Zinnia can help out. Zinnia, yeah, Zinnia's got just fine. Uh, uh, well, let, let me. Make oh, clear. Um, I think Zinnia had talked to Loachwort before, and we we actually I peeled back the curtain a bit about his skill set. Obviously, very high in computers and life science sciences, and maybe even a little bit of physical science. Has no ranks in engineering, no no bonus. So then, would, then Sprouts is happy just to watch the monitor of him just pacing back and forth in his room and just chuckle <laughs> to himself. Uh, I mean, he might be like slightly better than um, uh, any of you if you don't have like a, a, a int boost of, of some sort, but it, he's not like taking initiative when it came to the suggestion of the drift drive. You know, he was pretty hands off. He's like, I, I would not know uh, how to do it, but blah, blah, blah. I think Devasha would head back to the, the, um, our, our, our quarantined, our, our passengers to, Mm-hmm. reassure them that everything's going to be okay going forward. So going back up to like the observation deck and, and talking to folk? Yeah, yeah, just making sure that and also telling, if, if Raz isn't already down here, telling Raz to go down there. Um. Yeah, so no, uh, at the end of the last episode, Raz came to the engineering day, Beck's, uh, deck, oh, okay. so, so he, he can have what was in here. But um, why, why don't you make me a diplomacy check uh, for, for some of the folks that are assembled on the observation deck, some of the evacuees there. Um, they might have some questions for you and things uh, to, to sure. you know, kind of keep you in place down there for a little while. Let me see. I want to see if I can use my. Um, what level are we? Three. <laughs> level three. Three. <laughs> I want to see if I can use sidereal influence here. Oh man, I forgot all about these Solarian abilities. <laughs> I forget you're Solarian sometimes. <laughs> I know, me too. So uh, yeah, I think like right before he's about to go into the into the observation deck, he's just gonna take a deep breath, do a quick like little meditation, mm-hmm. um, and try to focus on you know his his diplomatic skills, um, and that way I get a. 1d6 boost to my diplomacy here, I think. Oh, d6 you say? Yeah. One minute of meditation, you can roll 1d6 and add the result as an insight bonus. Okay, yeah. So let me roll that diplomacy. Uh, oh gosh, I'm glad I'm... Okay, well, I rolled a 7 on the dice, so that's a 14, but I get to add a d6. So this could actually be pretty important. I can roll high here. Uh, no. 16 altogether? A 16? So, yeah, I mean, I think some of the more... Uh, level-headed folks will will listen to you, uh, while uh, maybe a few others are are off in the corner and, and don't seem to pay you much mind. But do you have anything specific you want to say, or you just want to let them know about like the happenings with the the glitch gremlins? And um, do, you have, do you have like a report on? Do you want some of them will ask about the the dwarf who is down below in the uh, the galley, um, Brattleboro Bilge Bratter of the Bernoa Bilge Bratters. Um, uh, especially Zelenon, he'll ask on his condition. I, I am afraid he is 
is stable, which is the extent of the good news. But his condition is not improving at the rate at which we had hoped. I think we will need to get him to some better medical facilities before we see a significant improvement to his well-being. I mean, there's no med bay here on the the ship. Um, so besides what aid you guys can give him, he's not really getting much of a, a bonus. Yeah. Um, back in the engineering bay, Zinnia, it does seem like the Gritchkel Gremlins had completely sh- found a way to just kill the power core. Um, and getting it back online, um, you can make an engineering check for that. Uh, but at the least, it's going to take the better part of this day, uh, which I think is day three. And so that's going to, you know, account for losing uh, basically as much time as it takes to to repair it um, times two, because you'll be like off course about that amount of time. Um, but make me an engineering check. And uh, if anybody wants to aid, you can. I'll aid. I'll let you roll. Go ahead. So will I. It's a three on the dice for a seven. Okay, right, that Raz rolled the two. Ah, <laughs> an eleven. All right, well, we got one assist. It's it's a uh, it's a uh, me and <laughs> it's me and Raz working together. Oh, and Sprouts it was almost a two on the dice, but it rolled back to a natural twenty. Hey, okay, so a couple couple Let's eights give a there. Shout out to our fan, um, me. <laughs> Are you a fan of this podcast, Miles? <laughs> he doesn't even subscribe. Big, big shouty outie. <laughs> All right, so do I get two assists with this then? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, I wanted to be a 19 so bad. It's a 24. Oh, oh yeah, 19 would have <laughs> changed this a great deal. It does take you, uh, like I said, the majority of the day. That is a success, but we're talking uh, several hours here uh, lost for, for this day. Um um, and I imagine the uh, the rest of you that are not aiding here, or <laughs> maybe everyone's like it's all hands on deck, uh, minus of course uh, Devasho. But once uh, you fail out Echo Seven, like you and and Raz are like dismissed for a little while. <laughs> you can go do something else. So you're not not bringing a lot to bear here to help out with uh, with these repairs. But it does. I mean, it's going to take some time. So. You can um, observe the bridge or, or do whatever else you you need to. Um, I think there was some minor damage to the ship's sensors as well, but that is uh, right now the lowest priority section of the ship because I mean there's there's nothing around you for uh, millions of miles. I've I have very uh, yeah, I have but bad do sense we know, of how, But how do we know that if our sensors are broken? Yeah, well, no, well they're, it's, they're it's hard glitchy. to say when you're out in space. Like it's uh, the human brain really isn't designed for imagining the distances, right? Yeah. Well, I, at the very least, you are within no range of of anything that um, you would be able to scan. I mean, there's not like rocks, there's no asteroids. Uh, you get like particulates out there, but it's just glitching. So it's it's not not priority. You can you can continue on to fix that if you'd like, but um, beyond that, for the rest of this day, is there anything else you guys want to do aboard the vessel um, in your free time, or is there any anyone you'd like to talk to? So I have a question with the uh-huh. drift drive. Do, do we still have the drift drive, or it is still down in the cargo bay, if memory serves? Okay, what would installing that take? Another uh, pretty major engine overhaul. It would take probably a day or so of work if you wanted to get started on that. And we would have to repair the power core before we could do that. We can't do that instead of doing the repairs we're doing right now. 
well, you would not be able to activate the drift drive without the power core online. So okay. Yes, good question. But yeah, I'm not that, familiar with how these spaceships work, so uh, just making there, sure. <laughs> there are uh, minimum things that will continue while the power core, like uh, minimum life support and like you know area lighting. Uh, so when you went up to the observation deck to Basho, it was like just emergency lighting on. Yeah. Um, but you guys can still breathe for you know another day or so um, uh, with the reduced power. Patrick, yeah, is would it be possible to use some UPBs to craft a med patch to help with? Brattleboro Bilge Bratters recovery? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. that is that is something that uh, actually Xantos uh, did on the first day with his, his own supply of UPBs. But if you guys want to continue on. Yeah, I think after hearing care. after hearing like Zillanan's concern and maybe some of the other people, you know, who are obviously concerned for him, it might help morale a little bit if he was able to like be conscious or have visitors or whatever and um, just make everybody feel maybe more at ease. So I think he would uh, uh, try and use a med, you know, uh, use the UPBs to make a med patch and try to help them out with a treat disease. Yeah, I forget if that is going to be uh, ranks in life science or engineering. If it's a medicine, imagine imagine life science. Um, but we can double check on that. I, I yeah, I, has, I think it's a technological item. So um, a med patch. Okay. All right. So that will be engineering, um, which I imagine. Uh, what level is a med patch? Do you have that up in front one. of you? Level one. So you just need one rank. Okay. So Zinnia could Zinnia or anyone with one rank can do it. Anyone with one rank. That's <laughs> not Devasho. Devasho has zero. Rank. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Zinnia Any. certainly can. Does anybody else have a rank in engineering? I do. Yeah. And since I'm let not Echo work- do it, uh, yeah, since I'm make not yourself on the, useful. The power core anymore. <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah. So Echo, Echo can help. Uh, sure. So for uh, that next day, um, you, I'm going to allow you guys to roll that fortitude save, and the med patch gives a plus four bonus. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, normally right. we have to. Uh, do we need to roll? Right. We, we have to make the check for that. So check. Yeah, we have for, to make a me, we have to make a medicine check untrained with a plus ten circumstance bonus, but only for. Oh yeah. 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 So so we we make a check as though our bonus was plus ten. So, so uh, I think Drew, go ahead and make I have that medicine, uh, medicine check. No, but... no, nah, nah, he has to make a just a straight plus ten. It's not, oh, it's okay. not like an actual medicine check. He's just rolling a d twenty. Nice d twenty. Nice, nicely done. So sixteen. That'll definitely that, that'll be a twenty six. So that unless he added the yeah, that's a twenty six. I did it. That'll do it. <laughs> so now, now he gets the plus four bonus that someone right. will do with. Yeah. So this this is going to be like you spending um, maybe like thirty minutes or so getting together like whatever uh, chemicals and ingredients you can uh, kind of salvage from the galley, maybe some other parts of the ship, um, putting them together, and then uh, treating some of uh, of his wounds over the course of uh, maybe an hour or so. Um, as he's he's in the galley, and at this point he is indeed um, he's not unconscious completely, but he is like in and out sleeping. Uh, he does have some like shouts of pain every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe he's a couple steps down on the uh, radiation um, sickness, so that's Yay. the disease uh, form of it, um, and is got he's down a- with the sickness. He's got a negative two to his saves right now, and I started him off at a plus four. Uh, so he's got plus six. Do you want to go ahead and roll his 
fortitude for the the following day, Drew. Yeah, this is just a flat D twenty for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and we'll add six to that, and it's it's pretty high. It's DC eighteen. <sighs> and here was when Drew killed the NPC. <laughs> Well, he's got a couple more dates. No, Drew! <laughs> yeah, but a, a natural two on the dice is emblematic, is reflective of yeah how, how big of a dosage it seemed like he got before you guys pulled those radioactive slimes off of him. Um, yeah, while, while you're tending to him, uh, he does seem like... Uh, maybe check in on him over over that night as he's uh he's screaming out in pain and uh he calls specifically for you echo seven and he's like uh, oh it's hurting i i can't i can't help but feel like my bones are liquefying i should have pulled up all the mash quotes oh man um, <laughs> quickly google match quotes <laughs> bones are liquefying i'm out of <laughs> bones are liquefying what is this vietnam <laughs> Do I do the serious one or the jokey one? I don't know. Uh, Brattle, Brattlebird does seem to to look you over as, as he says that. I'm I'm sorry. I understand you you ain't got no bones yourself. Oh, but it, this hurts beyond what I can really describe. Would you like to hold my hand? Oh, it's really. Oh, I imagine it's pretty cold. I don't I don't know if, if I'd be up for that right now. <laughs> Then I will stay here unless you desire me to leave. No, I don't mind the company. It seems seems like uh, most everyone else uh, has has written me off as a, as not a casualty of the war, except for you, boy. Casualties do happen in war, but we try to avoid it when we can, especially in a situation like this. I'm sorry. I don't know really how to don't really know how to how to how to talk about this. How to I've seen a lot of death in the last last few days. It's been, mm. it's been tough. It's been really tough, and I'm sorry. I'm unloading I, on you. You're, you're. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm I, sorry. Apologies. I, that was. Oh. Uh, 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 oh, back, back to robot mode. I see. I understand. Uh, I ain't really know what she is, but uh, I know I'm uh, dying of this uh, disease here. The last couple of days, kind of makes me wish the swarm had just finished me off back on Suskelin. Well, if the swarm had finished you off. Well, you couldn't give it right back to him. So you stay with us, all right? You and me, we're going to make some swarm pay. Oh, I, I hope so. I hope we can roll better on these fortitude saves in the next few days. Do we have a bookery roll, Patrick? I mean, this is uh, technically book two. I forgot to reset everyone's rolls for uh, <laughs> The Last Refuge. But uh, if whoever... Uh, I mean, you can switch up who who does these fortitude saves between you guys. Whoever rolls it wants to use it on uh, this NPC who I definitely created. <laughs> it is not actually in, in book two. Brattleburr, Bilge Bratter. Um, you are welcome to. Um, great. So day four, once you got the power core back online starts, are, are you indeed wanting to, to work on the, the drift drive, Zinnia? Um, that's another day to install that, right? Yeah. What would that save us or gain us in the long run? Yeah, we don't know because once you get into the drift, you have to roll to see how long it takes you to go through the right. drift. If, if you do go the, the way of the drift, it could uh, actually add time to your trip. Right now, it is uh, um, because of the, the amount of time you, you've lost to those glitch gremlins. You're still two days out. Um, it was supposed to be just a three-day trip, but they've they've added some time here to to the rest of this voyage. A three-day um, tour. I, I would I would say honestly, 
if we got the drift drive fixed and installed and didn't use it, that might be the only option that I would think because we're two days away. Assuming we're still on course. Do we know that we're still on course and that there's not something else going on? Yeah. Are we still on course? I would recommend you guys just (laughs) because of all the hijinks your GM gets into just (laughs) checking that every like hour. So (laughs) making sure that's still on there. But honestly, it was the glitch gremlins uh, doing like opposed computers checks to, to try and change that. uh, Even even once you locked in that course the second time, they, um, uh, I think actually you, I mean, I, I'm not going to make you roll the piloting again because it doesn't really take much time to get it back on course. Um, it's like 10 minutes per <laughs> per roll or something along those lines. But they did change course again before the, the fight in the engineering bay. So These Yeah, I, I think for right now, once we get everything back online, um, I don't think we have the the time to play with to, to install the drift drive. So... Uh, Zinnia, when she's done here, would go back to the bridge, check out the the computers, make sure everything is uh, set correctly. Now, mm-hmm. um, what about the rest of you, what do you what do you guys doing the fall? Uh, I hate to ask, Patrick, but am I supposed to roll corruption at this point? Great question. Uh, yeah, we're going to be going forward with the fortitude saves uh, each night. Uh, so go ahead and roll that now. If you if you have three RP though, do you still have RP? Uh, uh, I'm not sure what you ended up with the previous day. Yes, I do have three RP. So it's up to you. Like you can roll it, um, but you can just burn those RP if you want. Uh, for like an auto succeed. Well, if you yeah, if you fail the roll, you can automatically succeed as if you had not failed it. And those are burning your RP from the previous day. So it's not like you start with zero RP in the the day. Okay, let me make the roll and then we'll see if we have to burn the RP. If I do okay. fail the roll, I'll burn the RP. I will just make that statement ahead of time. Okay. Uh, oh, jeez. That's a <laughs> 7 on the dice for a 13. Oh yeah, you failed. <laughs> okay, well, we'll burn that RP. <laughs> great, 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 great. Dang it. Um, awesome. Uh, so yeah, once again, your your sleep is a little restless, but you are able to, uh, because you're fit uh, in in both mind and body uh, from this day, I can't believe. I really thought you were going to be the target of some of those radioactive slimes. I was, I was hoping they would they would yeah. get you down. Uh, and I don't think you were. Are you even in the room with the glitch gremlins? No, I threw in a. I threw in my my sonic disc from the hallway. Oh that's right, the act, that's the only action I had. Yeah, you you were safe yeah. in the back. He, he he threw a bunch of like expired AOL CDs at him. Yeah, <laughs> found again, in drip space. He is not a goblin. <laughs> they were gremlins. Um, yeah, so you you are of a, a good enough fortitude that you can stave off any uh, cutscenes in your dreams, <laughs> and uh, and we gonna kind of assume that uh, going forward, if uh, if there's not anything that's draining your your RP, uh, even if you fail, you can you can stave stave it off. Sounds good. Um, Devasha, while we're we're on to you, what what are you planning on doing this day? Oh, great question. A lot um, of engineering stuff going on the ship that you're not trained <laughs> to do. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't have a lot of like starship responsibilities, so to speak. Um, I think he might compose like a a quick maybe audio message uh, to his family uh, to send when they get planet side. Um, uh, and, but I know he also wanted to talk to Zelenan. Uh, right. Uh, the priest. 
Yeah, and see if maybe he had any. Just kind of tell him about his dreams. Sure. When uh, when you you go topside to to find him, um, there is a very large holographic uh, amusement chamber on the ship, almost almost the size of the entire top deck. Um, it just has a couple of, of short uh, hallways on either side of it. Uh, if you're looking at the ship, it is just about the width of it. And uh, the all of the evacuees are, are kind of spending some um, sharing time on it uh, throughout the day, and they're able to you know program in maybe some, some calming scenes. Uh, that is where you find him as uh, you open up the doors. He is inside, and you see a familiar but unfamiliar sight. It is the temple of Hylax, where you found him. But it is a it is a much calmer, uh, nicer scene as it is brisk and cold on top of the mountain. But it is the middle of probably one of Suskelon's long summers. Um, so it's very bright, very cheery, and there's you know multiple acolytes, things around, and you, you just find him kind of pretend. Uh, uh, tending a garden, like on the the steps leading up to the 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 mandibles of the the front entrance. Right. Uh, I gardening. Hmm. Yes, I, I, I like forward. to have my my claws in the in the soil. I too look forward to a time where we can uh, take in the leisurely activities that we had before the swarm invaded. Well, this this is as important, my boy, as. Uh, uh, training for for your STF maneuvers and things. You must you must train your mind to relax as well every once in a while. Mm, I, that has been of particular difficulty for me. Lately, it seems that my mind has been eating at itself more than being at peace. Oh, what's, what's troubling you? I admit I am having dreams and disturbing visions of a darker power that is eating at my my will. Oh, that uh, I I am not a therapist per se, but if if it would help you, you can join me in my my time here uh, on on the on the hack. Um, it it might be nice to just perhaps clear you clear your mind of whatever it is troubling you. Put it put it aside in in your mind. Lock it in a room if if you can inside your mind and. And try to think of those things that are perhaps uh, opposite of what has given you pain and grief. I I think I will take you up on it. He it hands you nice. a holographic trowel. Ah, I need uh, six of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's not a problem. <laughs> I've got six. vestigial arms that can also wield trowels and <laughs> and other things. You can just dig yourself. You that's, got. Uh, that's why we call them old six trowel. I'm old, six <laughs> A tunnel in the building. Um, uh, through the previous day, and well, basically anyone that's been interacting with these evacuees, uh, why don't you guys give me a uh, sense motive check? And this is kind of something that is just interacting with them over a long course of time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just I can't apply it. For the most part, you've you've been dealing with just Xantos and, and maybe Zelenan, but... That's a, uh, a 17 on the dice, so a 16 for Echo 7. Oh, no. Has, has Zenia been talking to them, or has she just been in engineering this whole time? Um, You know, that's up to you. I, 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 do you think you get up to the top deck, up to observations? I don't think we've RP'd that. Um, no, I, I don't think she's likely to go up to the observation deck. I thought that, um, no. like, your, if your hands Xantos came downstairs... <laughs> Am I, am I still helping Zinnia because of that check, or...? Uh, no, you can roll some mother as well. Okay. Um, I will. 
This is like your thing, right? Yeah, but I didn't roll that well. Uh, 18. Do you get um, a bonus to that or no? No, I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> I'm thinking of past characters with like expertise dice. That's that's envoys. It's envoys. Yeah, Nat could have done this real well. <laughs> yeah, there's there's obviously um, still a lot of uh, consternation amongst the evacuees. A lot of them still seem very much on edge. Fortunately, we've failed the check. I can't give you any more information, but Trest or Sprout, Echo 7, anything else you guys uh, want to do? Zinnia? Um, do we need to roll the, the Creel checks today? The Creel Not checks. Not Creel checks. God, the... the... I joked about him uh, dying off like another uh, unfortunate dwarf, but... Yes. Uh, oh, how, a... how do you forget this name? The Bilge Bratter. The yeah. Bilge Bratter of the... The, the Bilge Bratter checks. The, oh, no, that's what they call them. Brattleburn. Um, uh, I don't have anything specific I want to do other than to sort of make sure that uh, Happers is good because Happers <laughs> is my favorite NPC in Quonk? the game so far. Quonk, Quonk, indeed. Uh, do you do you want to spend a lot of time with the the Trineer? Um, I mean, I would spend probably some time sort of uh, with everybody. Uh, I mean, I think I think maybe trying. I, Naturally, I think I'd spend a little bit of extra time with the Trineer, just sort of, uh, just because we don't understand each other. So a little bit trying to make each other understood to one another. While maybe you're going about some of your your duties, you do find the the small kind of. It's almost like a um, like an android like penguin. This right, this right. race. So ha- have you played Subnautica at all? I haven't, and I'm. I'm desperately avoiding spoilers because it is one that I want to get to. Maybe okay. on your so, suggestion. <laughs> so there is a so they're doing sort of like the follow-on to that called Below Zero, in that there is a little like robotic penguin you can make. Uh-huh. And you can like, manufacture it and you put it up on the ice and then it'll like like uh, walk along and uh, spy on all the other penguins. This is exactly <laughs> what I'm imagining this as. <laughs> Oh man, you guys got to do that with the swarm. I think there was a, actually, I think there was an aliens book back in the nineties that was someone made like a, a robot alien to like infiltrate a, a swarm. Um, <laughs> well, book seven of this AP is going to be that. Are you taking it all the way to ten? Uh, while, while you are are going about your duties, uh, you do find Happers, um, this this small uh, uh, penguin like creature just like constantly showing up very silently at your side and uh, doing the same kind of thing that you did to it, doing the, the mind link. But when you feel it's um, flapper, like on, on your, your knee or your elbow, um, uh, you just have like a warm sensation all over you. You feel uh, the ship is kind of cold on the, the below deck. Um, but when you, when you come up here to the top deck and, and they're standing right next to you, just feel warm in their presence for whatever reason um if if i'm ever in a particularly frustrated mood um and happers makes me feel a little warm i'll sort of reach out and grab their flipper and and look down at them and say quonk quonk it's quonk 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 uh do you have life science as a skill not even a little bit oh good great <laughs> All right, well, we don't need to figure out why they have this ability. <laughs> just, I just, I just love this. I just love this little penguin friend. I, well, uh, I mean, I made a couple of the NPCs here. Uh, some of them, like Elliot Stealth, was an NPC created um, NPC 
uh, Crittermander challenge. Um, but yeah, I, I had fun making up some additional characters here. So thank you. Oh, well, I'll go talk to Elliot still real quick. Hey, mm. how's it going? Mm, yes, I'm I'm rich back on Absalom. Oh, how oh, about I that? I don't know. I'm going to go back him. I go back and hang out with Quonks a little bit. <laughs> uh, right. So as you guys are like doing your duties, your whatever parts of the ship you're you're working on um, uh, later on in the afternoon, imagine Sprouts, are you still sticking to the um, command chair, the captain's chair? Yeah, um, uh, that's mostly where Sprouts is going to be hanging out, uh, just kind of sticking to his post and trying to get a a handle on kind of the general goings on mm-hmm. from from the observation or the bridge. Sure, sure. Yeah, about halfway through the day, there is a um, a calm transmission coming uh, down to you from from the the deck above. The observation deck is almost right on top of the uh, the bridge, and uh, um, when it opens up, you can hear there seems to be a large gathering in the the forward observation deck. Um, you hear like a lots of voices and. Uh, perhaps are surprised for once not to hear the voice of Xantos coming through the comms, but uh, that of Raz Jungat. Oh. He says, uh, uh, "Boss, uh, you you up uh, on the command deck? I'm here. Oh, uh, right. Well, uh, yeah, you might want to get up here. Uh, I don't know what I just walked into, but you better hurry." All right. So Sprouts just kind of sprints uh, downstairs. Sprout sprints stairs. Yeah, up up to the observation deck. Um, yeah, there's a, an elevator that'll take you right there. Do you want to assemble the team? Uh, yes. Um, so you guys, whatever you're working on throughout the ship. Um, Devasha shows up with a six trial. <laughs> They're holographic, Tyler. Dang it. <laughs> you're, you, you look like you're about to, <laughs> you're holding all six of them. But uh, when you guys uh, assemble and get to the observation deck, it seems like there was a conversation going on as you walk in on almost all of the evacuees here, kind of um, uh, sitting and standing. I'm going to, uh, I'll put all of them on the map here. Boop. You guys can add yourself in. Uh, everyone except Brattleburg, who's still up in the, the galley resting. And as you walk in, kind of like as a squad, um, the evacuees kind of quiet down and and all look to Xantos on the other side of the room. Um, why don't you guys give me a perception check? 23. Say 22 for Echo 7. Uh, well, hmm. Devasha can't beat any of that, so I'm just going to sit down. I was about to say, well, it looks like... Uh, Ooh, every- 26, I say. Oh my gosh, everyone over 20, except for Zidia, who in bright lights, apparently, is, is when you roll your worst perception checks. Yeah, I was just thinking, I should have uh, hacked the power core to be dim light everywhere, just to give myself a bonus. Better this way, I'm Zidia. <laughs> um, like not, not for any particular reason, but have we rested to the point where we have all our RP back? Uh, Yeah, I mean, this is the next day after yeah. the the gremlins fight so um it, it's been probably a, a 24 hours so you guys can work amongst yourselves like when you want to rest and, and take eight hours uh sleep um but I, I imagine you guys have have rested up since then um um the, yeah those of you guys that rolled over 20 here can see um it looks like a lot of the evacuees in the room uh even some you might be very friendly with uh like a happers are avoiding eye contact with you kind of looking towards xantos or looking down at their feet um as as you walk in xantos uh kind of stands behind a table put him it between himself and you all and puffs out his chest and, and says well well here they are now uh, no sense pretending you all were not the topic of discussion here come in come in <clears throat> 
Well, I'd just like to say your assistance so far has been greatly appreciated. But you all, <laughs> the SCF has to realize that the military phase of this operation ended once the swarm broke off pursuit a few days ago. What are you saying, Santos? I mean, I'm just saying what everyone here is saying, that you know we've had a number of problems since coming on board this ship, and, and by my count, about half of them uh, seem to be a direct result of your own fault or errors in judgment uh, since we boarded the Terminus Wild. Uh, and that's why I've called all the able-bodied persons aboard the ship here uh, together for a meeting to maybe determine the best possible outcome for our, our mutual assured survival. I see. And uh, what resolutions have you arrived at yet? Well, Private Tress, I thank you for, for speaking up, but I, I would like to talk to you, Marlo, um, if you'll permit myself to speak with you tete-a-tete here. Uh, I not <laughs> Well, I, I know I'm not... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I know, I, I know I'm technically a private, but I mean, I'm just saying, you might have better luck with me than with the other ones. I mean, but that's fine, that's fine. Yeah, you go ahead and talk with the lieutenant, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you guys made him <laughs> captain. Um, uh, Xantos uh, seems to be in his element here, and it's kind of like, uh, does a quick pace behind the desk and says, well, Marlo, there are a number of things I'd like you and your squad to answer for here. So have a seat, get comfortable. We, we've been discussing the ship uh, and you all for, for some time. Uh, everyone- Activating old Southern lawyer mode. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, everyone here seems to be on edge. Uh, and it doesn't indeed seem that Xantos might've been, uh, since you guys have kicked him off the bridge, talking with the other evacuees, maybe for some kind of power play. And there's a couple of ways that this scene, and I guess this episode can play out. Uh, you guys can obviously kill him very easily. His awesome. hit points are very low. And this will be the shortest episode of Cosmic Crit ever. And, and we'll deal with the repercussions of that. Or the other way is um, he is uh, asking to talk through some, some points here that he has to make. And these are gonna be opposed skill checks. Uh, as he is indeed trying to sway people over to his side uh, for whatever reason, uh, what his, whatever his end goals are. And you all, um, for each of these checks, can uh, aid Captain Sprouts. Uh, it's only going to be um, Miles rolling these. Uh, you can aid him in making a diplomacy, a bluff, or intimidate checks for, for any of these. Okay, I'm going to get out of this chair right across from Santos and uh, <laughs> yeah. let, let Sprouts have a seat. <laughs> in the in the hot seat, uh, oh, Sprouts right is standing. He's not going to take a seat. Uh, yeah. So so Echo Seven does want to kind of whisper to Sprouts, <clears throat> since Sprouts is on his shoulder right now. Yeah, I was going to say, well, I'm right here. So you just turn, <laughs> turn, cool. turn your just head. Turn your head. <laughs> I didn't see that you're on his shoulder still. Uh, what's the dwarf's name? Bolo not Bolivar. You guys could Brattleburg. see their names Brattleburg. Un underneath the uh, their art, right? On the token, yeah. yeah. Okay, good. I, yes. Sorry. I wanted to make sure that I, Roll20 was working. I, I have, I have like... <laughs> yeah, come on, Drew, it's Bingle Bongle Bouge Batter. I'm sorry, I have like four <laughs> screens open and I forgot that I could scroll. Um, Sprouts, I have been talking with Brattleburg. I understand tensions are high, but I do think enough blood has been shed for now. Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I can't scare him, though. <laughs> that would be intimidating as a skill check if that's what you want to do. Um, uh, yeah, so you guys can aid him on checks, and if you have points to bring up, this is going to kind of work like a impromptu trial of Midnight Squad. You guys get the gist of what I'm putting down here? 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I might be an old country robot (laughs) doctor. Lawyer. Uh, Soldier. I would just like to say, I don't remember. In my defense, I don't remember much that's happened over the last eight weeks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's. I think they could still use that against you if you like killed someone. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm. I'm saying in in Bird's defense, I haven't remembered much of what's happened over the last eight weeks. We've been on the. Oh. Show. And, and I will say, Offerin Trest, who has had super scary oh. psychic nightmares that have infected all of our brains, we are still fine and perfectly competent to handle our particular goings on. And I will say. As a result of me infecting all of their brains, they're not likely to kill each and every one of you unless I wish it to be so. Uh, do you guys do you guys need to be at first conversation? Can the GM <laughs> dip out and go to the bathroom while you uh, sorry, sorry, Patrick, terrible go, accents? Go right ahead. For like uh, 20 minutes. <laughs> I, was, I was planning on doing that for another 30 minutes, but oh, it, no. you go right ahead. You go definitely, right ahead. Definitely not. <laughs> uh, let's let's get this started. I, I've explained the, the generalities here, but... um. And at any point, I want the episode to end. I can just shoot him, right? If yeah, if you if you <laughs> if you're looking to uh, make this like a half hour episode, or so indeed. Um, right. So so talking through this, uh, Xantos, uh, as you guys like get comfortable and, and sit down, says uh, before uh, we start, I, I do just want to point out, Marlo, you were what a private investigator before moving to Susquehann, joining the SDF. Uh, <clears throat> Marlo just nods. Right, so no real leadership experience, military or otherwise, maybe besides this Sten as is, is, uh, a captain, so-called captain here. Uh, so can I roll a check for that? <laughs> well, I mean, do you want to lie to him right now? or well, You say it's it's bluff, intimidate, and what? Well, the, uh, these are, are going to be opposed to his, his checks. And now, if you want to make up a lie outside of that, you can. Um, but he's asking you if you have leadership experience. Okay. Uh, yeah. Outside, why I'd say you used to be a police chief. You know, <laughs> like yeah, no, no. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna... seems seems like a thing you could just legitimately yeah. say yes to. Yeah, I have experience. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> as GM, I'm going to ask you if you do indeed. Yes, Otherwise, yeah, no, that... Sprouts does. Uh, and and what would that be? Um, well, he's, I mean, he's led, like he used to be on a police force at one mm-hmm. point in time. Uh, so he was leading uh, detective under him and, you know, that sort of thing. So, I mean, he's sure. had some sort of organized leadership before he was a private detective. Um, I, I will say if you, if you bring that up, um, Xantos will try and talk over you and says, yeah, but nothing here in, in the SDF command. Um, oh, I wasn't going to bring it up. I'm just going to say I have, the, I have experience. That's, sure. That's all I was going to say. If you say yes, um, he'll he'll go on. Uh, you, but you, your four squad mates here um, decided now would be the best time for you to to take up. You know, with our lives in the balance, he gestures towards the evacuees around him and says, "You know, decides to give you a, a shot at leading us all as captain of the ship." Uh, Echo Seven, you got something to say? Yes, you realize our lives are also in the balance. Yeah, but you know, you you all <laughs> have a, a major say now in in all the decisions on um, on board the ship. That's that's the point I'm trying to make, including Marlo, who's got final say over the the rest of us. Yeah, and last I checked, you were still breathing, much to my annoyance. Well, maybe we should we should ask old Brattleburn in a day or so if see how he's doing. But uh, I get I'm getting ahead of myself. Let me just first say Exhibit A, per my suggestion. A few days ago, uh, you all should have been working on repairing the drift drive as a, a backup for us. And I mean, what if those 
gremlins, or whatever they were, had destroyed our conventional thrusters or vented all of our faster than uh, space fuel out into the void. You know, those repairs could have been done a great deal faster if we'd been consulted from the beginning. Uh, I believe I brought it up to Private Zinnia, actually, that uh, uh, we should have been installing that drift drive immediately as soon as we got on board. Uh, at this point, Raz Jungat kind of raises his hand and says, uh, well, uh, I'd volunteer to work on the, the drift drive. You know, it's a manual in the box. I've been reading it since they kicked uh, me out of the engineering bay, but uh, I mean, if if I can take a crack at it, I'll help. Uh, Lieutenant Zenya, aren't there uh, consequences to attempting to install the drift drive without appropriate conditions? Yes, we, we didn't have the manpower, we didn't have the skill set that we needed, and we didn't have the time, frankly. We needed to get on course. Indeed, we would be in a much worse position, wouldn't we, Xantos, if uh, we were to drift drive our uh, a quarter of our engines into another dimension? I think Devasho would also pop up and he's like, And I do not need... To remind people of the abilities of the glitch of the glitch Clemens. If we had installed the drift drive before defeating them, they could have accessed it and used it against us, much like they did with other ship components. We are lucky that we did not install the engine. Yeah, and last I checked, you were trying to pin this all on Zinnia. So if we had followed your course of action, we wouldn't have been any closer. We did not know who was changing the course of the ship and losing us time, precious time now, uh, to get back to Ultranius. Uh, you all did very well in shooting your guns in the engineering bay, not destroying any of the other vital systems that are there and getting rid of these gremlins that none of us saw except for you. But I should say, if we had installed the drift drive, perhaps we'd be in a better state right now. Maybe they had, they would have gone after the drift drive and left the power core alone. We don't know that, and you cannot possibly know that. And neither can you. That argument is useless. It is easy to say we should have installed the drift drive when you have no skill to install the drift drive. Is that not correct, Lochwart? Three different degrees, and that's three more than most of your squad. Are any and of them in, in, in- Are any of them in engineering? Not a single one, but as then I said- Then I rest are, my case. <laughs> there are a number of members of the evacuees here who could have helped with that, but you didn't ask any of them. Uh, I, actually, I, th- I thought we did. I thought we took stock of people. And Zinnia asked Xantos, but uh, as I said, he did not uh, have any skills. Do you guys want... Uh, it, it sounded like you're already on board with giving Raz Jungat, um, uh, allowing him to come into engineering. Is that something you're willing to put him in charge of or at least <laughs> help out Rocket. with the, Why not? a drift drive? Yeah. yeah, he can help out for sure. I mean... Um, so, oh Santos. yeah, I'm 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 gonna put I'm gonna put him. He's he's the king of engineering right now. <laughs> Is there any way that I can like provide written instructions to him? Like follow he's, these. He's steps? got the manual, like, like Lego sorry. instructions or right, like, exactly IKEA like IKEA. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that you writing down instructions will take as long as you doing it. <laughs> so uh, yes and no. But if you guys are on board with him, Xantos will you know put that to a point. It's like. There, there are many evacuees here that, as I said, would would uh, like to help out. Um, I'm going to go ahead and make a diplomacy check as he's trying to like you know win this towards one of his points um, for for whatever he's doing here. Uh, how do you want to oppose him here? Um, and, and mainly talking about the the drift drive and in the decision making process of not installing it yet. 
I would like to uh, also diplomacy. And so uh, let me just remind you of the rules here. Only Captain Sprouts is going to be making these rolls. You right. guys can aid him, but you're not rolling individually. This is it's just bluff, okay. intimidate, and diplomacy. Bluff, intimidate, diplomacy. So uh, you can pick any of the three. Um, Okay. There, there are, you know, varying things for, for using each of them. Uh, um, should we talk about what we have in those skills to see who can assist and aid? Are we are we limited on any of the aids that we can provide? Yeah, I'm going to say just two people on, on each role. And if you guys have something to say, you can at, at that point. But uh, I think I might try to roll bluff because they wouldn't have any uh, ranks in bluff. I've got, pl- I've got are we plus bluffing, one. though? Or, I mean, we're, we're telling the truth, are we not? I mean, is that a... Right, yeah, right, here? right. Like, are we trying to lie or are we trying to yeah, if you, win if them you, over? If you're using bluff, I would say that you are not going to prioritize the drift drive. Um, okay. Um, and that's up to you guys if if you don't want to I guess route. I'll do intimidate that. All right. I, I, can, I, I can try to calm the crowd by sort of like standing tall and puffing up my chest and... Um, what, are you talking about aiding on intimidate? I, yeah. I have a plus okay. six to intimidate. Okay. Does okay. anybody Sounds have, like you, you who has want. who has better or equal to that or okay. Better than so, a soldier, probably not. So Tyler, uh, mine's eleven. Oh so, my god. Okay. Well, yeah. well, I'll do that. But I mean, I guess you two go ahead and puff out your chests way further. I guess. <laughs> no, I think because Devosh has just been kind of sitting in like a corner table, so I think he would just maybe like let his moat float out a little bit and turn it on to where it's just like just dark and ominous oh, oh no he's got the moat float he's yeah and trust is over here puffing up his chest and Zenia is spreading out her wings and we're doing nothing oh Nobody goodness <laughs> well who, who's 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 actually rolling for the aid sound like the boss show now, uh, so. yeah I'll echo seven will go ahead and roll that now those aids Ooh. oh no natural one from echo seven. I, mean, I, I auto assist so uh oh nice Good point. Uh, I mean, I rolled anyway, and I got a 19. So good job. Uh, go ahead and roll that. It's a 17 plus two. It's 19. I have a 19. Um, so you're you're trying to beat a opposed diplomacy roll, and I will roll this. Uh, poo. Roll this in the public. Uh, it is is a large bonus for <laughs> Santos for some reason. Put this into roll 20. We got to roll very low here. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> Calm Miles, down, Miles. Your best Miles, you got a little... Uh... <laughs> uh, that is uh, 30, uh, 16 on the dice. Uh, and as, you know, both you and um, Xantos are, are shouting almost over one another at, at parts of this, and you guys are... I mean, what, what would you say to try and t- intimidate him out of this position? Mm. A little sprouts trying to think as far as the as and concerning the drift drive yeah um sorry i'm just trying to figure out what, what sprouts is going to say about the drift drive in turn that would be intimidating um and you're mainly intimidating xantos right the drift drive was the wrong move and you tried to make it we're the only ones doing the right thing with you all trying to indeed puff out your chests or, or look intimidating behind a, a little sprouts uh, it does seem to turn off some of the evacuees gathered here. Little Quonk like hides behind a, uh, a couch cushion. Um, it doesn't seem to sway the crowd. Indeed, the dice are going to uh, follow that up. Uh, going on to the next section here, uh, Xantos says, Exhibit B for you all. Uh, 
you all didn't even check the ship for monsters before shoving us aboard. That dwarf you have isolated in your care is half dead at this point, thanks to you all. And between Glorgishi's uh, medical background and, and the priest Zelenon, they could be providing him with care, uh, perhaps better care than all of you put together. But for the last 24 hours, you've had him locked away down in the galley like some damned experiment. You know, it's it's inhumane. <clears throat> I can hear his screams uh, last night. I, I didn't get a wink of, of sleep because of it. We <clears throat> I think we specifically asked if anyone was a doctor or could add assistance when he got hurt. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, you've not pulled anyone from from below deck. No, but the... we haven't because I, I, I thought we asked around and, and no one had any medical Um, I think the the uh, the doctor Lutwert makes a good point, Mister Zelenon. Will you please to the galley to attend to the injured person? Oh, well, yes, I I I would love to spend some time uh, with old Brattleburr. Uh, it, a most jovial fellow, if you would please. Thank you, Xantos. Please continue your case. My case is uh, perhaps he would be doing better at this point if I didn't have to break you over the coals for your decision not, not to allow us into this process. I am going to make the diplomacy check uh, after you guys determine what you would like to do to to counteract this point. Um, I will say if if you're acquiescing to Zelenon going up there right now, uh, you, you're going to get a plus two to this. Um, is there any, anybody that feels good about uh, aiding in, in whatever way? Uh, I will say plus two to diplomacy if you want to go that route. Yeah, I feel like we need to go the diplomacy route this time okay. around. What, um, or if you're if you are lying about him having like unfettered access, then bluff. But uh, intimidate, uh, not get the plus two. Miles, your diplomacy is really high, right? Yeah, it's plus eight. Uh, could I use my plus uh, diplomacy to do this? Yeah. Oh, you can aid. Trust Yay. me. Would sidereal influence work here, Tyler? No, because it's something sidereal influence. It's like the immediate thing that's happening at that time. If it's something like a long debate, or like when gotcha. I was um, when I was trying to d d calm everybody down, like that's fine. I can come in and calm someone down right away. But for I, I don't think it's allowed for these long-standing things. Does anybody else have a good? I mean, this is just a single aid roll. If you, if you want to use sidereal. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I'll take it. it if I, I'll take it if I do. That gives me a lot of bonuses. bonuses. Okay. Uh, to do you want to aid with diplomacy, Tyler? Uh, sure. I probably have the best diplomacy because I'm almost better than Sprouts. So, <laughs> okay. So go ahead and roll that aid. Uh, okay, and then I'll. So before sidereal, that's a twenty-five with <laughs> with sidereal twenty-eight. Uh, good, good. <laughs> so aided. <laughs> uh, right. Miles, you ready? Yeah. Uh, that's twenty-one plus four, so twenty-five. 25. Pretty good. Let me roll mine. Uh, <laughs> I've rolled a 24 Ooh, on the dice. Uh, oh, I, I should say, yeah, that's actually uh, 27 with your your the the bonus, bonus. Uh, allowing yeah. Zelenon going up there. So it wasn't that close, but you guys, um, most everyone, including like Kalora Gishi and, and Quonk, seem to be nodding in agreement. Um, and uh, Xantos looks a little stymied uh, as he, he was he was hoping to drag people over to his side on that one, uh, bringing up you know him hearing uh, Brattleburst screaming throughout the night. Um, he'll he'll continue on and says, <clears throat> Exhibit C. My final point here, as I said, many of us have valuable skills and experience. 
we could be doing a lot more than just sitting on our hands up here on the observation deck as you all corral us to Ultranius. It's past time we had some say on the operation of this ship, and not just another military operation. Um, there are some kind of half-hearted mumbles of agreement amongst the the uh, passengers, the evacuees here. Um, Kalor Gishi kind of pops in and says, uh, I, I think what the Mr. Loachwort wants most is is some of us to advise the SDF, perhaps in the, the operations on the ship from here on out. Um, would you all agree to allowing him to regain his position on the bridge as a science officer? I see. So the the request is for a position in the command structure. Is that correct? I I believe that he um, did help you in, in the battle with the, the fleet furies. There is no doubt that uh, Lodgewort was a tremendous help during the evacuation and in the combat with the fleet furies. And he, he also tells us that he pointed out that the, the ship was um, off course uh, two days ago. That is correct. Right. So is, is that something you, you all would be agreeable to? You have to put understand our situation. We have been in combat for days now, bringing everyone onto this ship, bringing everyone inside the presumed safety of it. Time was of the essence, and... Yes, mistakes were made, but you also have to understand the position we have when someone very directly attempts to gain access to certain things while there seem to be, for lack of a better term, abnormalities going on. I'm sure but that all of you could see why we would be suspicious of Loachwort, as well as all of you whom we have not had an opportunity to, to gain hmm. any kind of footing with. Xantos Echo, when you says that, will will jump in and kind of like piggyback on your point and says, uh, I, I agree, I was quick to point fingers, but uh, before you all determined uh, there was someone else messing with the guidance system, the only other person that had touched the, the, the piloting station was Zinnia, which is why my suspicions were raised, and I brought them up with Marlowe. Uh, for um, a scientific officer, you don't seem to be using the scientific method very much, do you? Hold, oh, uh, hold I, there, hold there, Commander Marlowe. Hold okay. there. <laughs> As I was saying, I was just looking at the most obvious potential answer here. Lurchwort, they won't say it, but I will. I think we owe each other an apology, and we need to get this ship back on course and get to where we're going, and we need to stop talking about it because it, we're all in this together. We're all going to the same place, and you and I share an employer, so I think that we need to be seeing eye to eye. Well, on that, I'm sure we can all agree. We are literally in the same ship here, <laughs> in the same boat, if you will. But uh, yes, I, I would like to regain my position on board the bridge, um, if that is something Marlowe's agreeable to. I'm sorry, did you just say you were employed by the same person? I mean, yeah, it, yeah. Oh, really? Is that, are, I'm sorry, Loachwort, are you employed by the SDF? Is that your employer? Why, no. I'm uh, a scientist uh, under contract by the BBRC. And I see. All right. Well, this will be something I'll take under consideration. I apologize for their interruption. Please continue. Well, for what it's worth, I will vouch for Xantos and... Xantos's uh, behavior is beyond reproach in this matter. I believe that Xantos is doing quite a uh, admirable job in this endeavor. 
Is that a is that a truth, <laughs> Jabird? I believe so. Um, do you, do you guys want to talk amongst yourselves as the the SDF in charge right now? Uh, do you does anybody feel strongly for or against uh, allowing Xantos back on? Or I mean, this is finally up to um, Sprouts Marlowe's decision. But if you guys have something to weigh in, like, I mean, ultimately the the whole thing that said that from what it sounds like right now is that this dude is mad that we took his position away in this very small power structure, and he's having a huge fit about it. No, it's it sounds to me like we did he's the last scared. Episode, though. It sounds he's to me like he's forever. it sounds to me like he's scared because uh, there are very few people who are in charge of this. Sounds like a control freak. And um, um, and it sounds like the people who are in charge of the situation that he's in uh, aren't competent. So we haven't look. been able to protect him from the gremlins. We haven't been able to protect him from any of the other accidents that have happened. Let me ask being so, unreasonable. I, 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 I agree with Rebecca. I, I yeah. don't think he's being unreasonable. Looking I think at he's it being very from like reasonable. The I think that I think that we should uh, allow him to uh, give him the space to be upset. Sure, he's allowed to 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 have the space to be upset, but the the simple fact is, all he wants is his position back on the bridge. One, that seems a little weird. Two, he keeps asking us questions about why we haven't seen what other skill sets that people on this this ship have. All the guests, how Which do we know I that he had? How do we know he's not the best option for being on the science I, officer so- on the bridge? I would not be upset about that because I believe that that's really just sort of Patrick interacting with um, <laughs> with, the, with the system here. <laughs> I don't think that that's uh, I don't think that he's worried about like Elliot Stilts not having a high enough engineering skill. Um, <laughs> well, so. um, for I'm a roll the, trick attack. <laughs> for, for the, here we go. For the mechanics of, of this area here, um, you can potentially get a bonus if you are agreeing to this point. This is still just part three of of this section of um, uh, this trial. This this part of the book is, is called something different I'll talk about in a bit, but uh, it does seem kind of like a trial as you, you're giving competing points. In the end, though, um, Captain Sprouts, you are getting this feedback from your squad, Um who it sounds as players or player characters, maybe you feel like you were a little hard on on old Xantos Lochwert. Do you do you think you would allow him back on the the bridge? Do, would you agree to this point? I think Sprouts would allow him on the bridge in some capacity. Mm-hmm. Now uh, you can you can use that and on the condition that he respects the chain of command. Okay, yeah. Um, Which honestly, like Sprouts only confined him to get him away from the situation so that they could figure out what was going on. Yeah, he, he was I'm, I'm, I'm a little suspicious. surprised how much this has escalated because like we, we combined everyone who wasn't SDF for like yeah. one event. I think that's exactly their problem though, is like they've been like put off to the side as though they don't matter and they don't have a say and they don't have any skills, but they do. And Lochwort has already proven himself to have skills that we need, frankly, on the command deck. This diplomacy is so high. I'm I'm not saying that at all. I'm, I'm saying that I feel like he's making a point for something that we haven't really even had the opportunity to to go into. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I, I am fine with like Sprouts will be fine with him being on the bridge as much as he doesn't like him because he's a he's a he's a 
realist and he just wants to get from point A to point B. But I also, I personally just don't think that we haven't, like I thought, I've, I remember us asking if other people had stuff to do. We just can find people as far as I understood it for that one moment where we were going to check out the glitch gremlins. As far as I knew afterwards, everyone should have been Hmm. on their own and fine. No, it was it was the better part of the day after the um you guys found out about what looked like sabotage. Um and you didn't know where it was coming from. So it was before you actually found out about the, the glitch gremlins. By but my count it, it was the better part of it. Uh, I am I am I am fine with having him like, as a player and I and mm-hmm. Sprouts would be fine having him on the bridge as a science officer. Yeah. And so if, long if, as he respects the chain of command. <laughs> If you if you say that to the crowd here, once again, this will give you a plus two circumstance bonus to either bluff or diplomacy. Okay. Uh, if you're telling the truth or not. If you if you're, oh, no, no. If you're I mean, just saying that, but if you're if you're telling the truth, that'll be bluff or uh, diplomacy. Diplomacy. Uh, uh, can, can I aid in the diplomacy? Okay. Let's make some rolls, baby. Oh, never mind. Oh, oh. no. No one on the diplomacy check. Uh, I accidentally farted as I stepped out. and uh, You farted that roll for sure. Oh, my God, <laughs> Tyler. Uh, so that's a 24 without sidereal, after sidereal, 27. Tyler, why aren't you an, uh, an envoy? <laughs> You're always playing these big beat-em-up characters. What a waste. Uh, that's not good. Oh, no. Natural. I mean, I don't, I'm, I'm kind of curious why we're rolling because we're agreeing to his point. Well, this is, yeah, just another point on board of uh, whatever he's trying to get to. Uh, it it um, Make a sense motive check for me, actually, Sprouts, because he seems to be, like, very happy with, like, how much you guys are agreeing to this. Oh, 28. Yeah, he definitely has, he is hiding something in, in his asking to be back in his science officer position. He does not seem to be telling the, the truth. That, that is like his goal here. Something about this stinks. And I'll, he, I'm, I'm giving you that information uh, uh, if you guys do, if anybody wants to re-roll anything. Uh, the die have been cast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. Rolled a net I already one. rolled I don't diplomacy, know so I can't really. <laughs> I have um, a plus one to diplomacy. I can roll that. <laughs> I mean, he has a plus 14 automatically. So, I mean, it's not going to matter what well, I'm saying you have a, a book re-roll if anybody wants to use it now. New book re-roll. How often are you going to re-roll a, so a would attack you, Would roll? you let me re-roll a, your aid? An aid. Well, uh, yeah. so, well, or on. would you let me I, I, I re-roll that aid as a check? <laughs> no, but if... if uh, I mean, that's the uh, thing. If you want to give your re-roll to, to Miles to re-roll his diplomacy Miles, check. I give you my re-roll. Oh. <laughs> Take <laughs> it. And use it as oh, a God. Pokemon here, master. Here, here, here comes the natty one. Oh, here comes the boom. Here comes the boom boom. Oh. The boom boom. It's a 25. Okay, so that's very good. Plus four is 29. Uh, I can I can still roll. Yeah, you can still. That. Yeah, you can still. Let me, let me get this going. But I, I guarantee you, like, <laughs> he was winning that point if you didn't re-roll that. Uh, D20. Ooh, hey. No. Eight on the dice, so. Uh, as as you guys agree to that, a lot of people are kind of agreeing with you. Seems like everyone's in agreement on this point. So as, as you guys are, uh, everyone's like talking amongst themselves in like small groups. Uh, Xantos steps back up and and says, "You know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, everyone here. I mean, it is just clear to me. I'm sure many of the the members of of the these evacuees here of 
uh, Susculin's finest that were able to get off the planet that the SDF and, and Midnight Squad is not up to the task of running this ship by themselves for the next few days. I think we've all agreed to that. Um, I would like to put forth that Marlow uh, is not capable of, of running the ship as captain. Uh, and I would like to put forth maybe a vote that he indeed seed control the bridge uh, and the command controls to me as the rest of the SDF assembled here uh, would follow the commands of myself as captain for the remainder of our trip. If it's all the same to you, I would like to take that vote now, a, a public vote for the, the record. Um, how does that sound? Uh, Marlo and I will abstain from the vote, uh, as I suppose we would cancel one another out. Uh, we can we can assume that we would vote for ourselves. Uh, does that sound agreeable, uh, Councilwoman uh, Gishy? Uh, everyone looks a little shell-shocked, but he is indeed calling for vote of no confidence in your captain. Um... Are you guys okay doing this vote in public? As opposed to private? It is the only way to uh, do so, to preserve... Uh, now, now, do we get any commentary on this particular fact? Uh, we've been talking this entire time, Private uh, Echo 7. Uh, I think the time now is to vote. So I'm what, just gonna... It, it bothers me on a certain level why you are so desperate for control, Mr. Lotchworth. As I said, I've made my points, and we've all heard them. We've heard what you all had to say already as well, so I I don't... You've made a lot of points with not a lot of backing up your own set of skills, and this is the thing that keeps coming up with everything that we do. Now, I understand that we, as the SDF representation, have not done our best to get to know all of y'all here. You've not done your best. is that right? You However, the one member, the, of, the one member of not our crew that we have gotten to know very well is Mr. Loachwort, who has nothing but complaints and thinking he can do better with no skills to back that up. Now, I'm I'm subtracting two from your guys' diplomacy score, so we're going from 29 to 27 right now because of Echo Seven's talking. We've already made the rolls here, Drew, but uh, I still only have a 22. So you guys have 1.3. Uh, I've divided Sprouts Marlowe on the left side of the observation deck and put Xantos on the right side. Uh, go ahead and move your guys to whoever side you would like to uh, perhaps be captain for the, the rest of the trip. Oh, Sprouts is on top of Devasho. I got so confused. Oh, I was. <laughs> yeah. I was I myself Sprout. too. So I'll tie the shit. There we go. I'll make it a little easier. I take it the time for any more skill checks is over, Patrick. There's no one to last. Yes. Just making sure. Have we not done enough this episode? I've Never, Patrick. I got nothing but skill Never get checks. a chance for more diplomacy checks. Bing, bong, boom. Xenia has a negative one to diplo- uh, to charisma, by the way. So she's uh, she's been very unhelpful here. <laughs> where is... Oh, Zelnon's in the, <laughs> in the hack. Zelnon, of course, comes over to your side. And I think you... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, it's like eight to five as far as uh, votes come in uh, amongst you all and uh, Xantos looks very stymied uh, once you know everyone like uh, settles on, on one side of, of the observation deck or the other and um, uh, he, I mean he's just like stammering uh, amongst the people that were on his eyes I, th- I mean this is insane I, I, how can you continue to put your faith in these people uh, 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 ever since Fort Gallant they've, they've been bribed and um, I, 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 I step forward I start forward and put a hand forward to uh, uh, Lodgeworth and say Lodgeworth we will 
share power together. You will share this responsibility. We need your skills. Please work with us. Um, Kalor Gishi will also kind of put a hand on his shoulder at the same time and just kind of push him into uh, like the couch <laughs> behind him. Uh, and and she says, um, you, you've had your way, Xantos, and we've heard you out fair and square. Um, but what Xantos is saying is still true, whether or not he is in the science officer position. Uh, the rest of us did not feel comfortable with you all at the helm without some form of oversight. Um, Trest has been trying to answer our questions as well as Devasho here on the, the observation deck over the last few days, but we would all still feel more comfortable with a civilian on the bridge to help you all out. And if that sounds agreeable to you, Captain Sprouts, well, I would like to make a nomination. Captain Sprouts, what do you say? Amalias. Uh, I would like to nominate Zelenon. Um, he has been a, a very calming figure here, helped to heal our wounds, and suggested we, we take some time in the holographic amusement chamber to take our mind off of things. Captain Sprouts, if I may, Zelenon is a most agreeable person and most likely to give you good information as we go forward. Well, despite the character pain that Lotwal was trying to put upon me. I got no problem with civilians being on the bridge. I got no problem with taking help. And in fact, if anyone has any skills that we could use, now that we have actual downtime to take stock of them, I would be more than happy to have anyone's help. Uh, Xanthos is a little flabbergasted, you know, just mouth agog and says, what? You, you'd trust a priest of the Hugbug over a trained scientist such as myself? Uh, Zelnon has been on their side from the very beginning. He, uh, they, they pulled him out of a, a temple to the north there. I, you all don't know what's good for you. We pulled well, you out of the a, wax out of your ears. That includes you, you idiot. If you need my scientific uh, guidance, I will be in my room. Uh, otherwise, don't come crying to me for help un, unless it's in a dire moment. Uh, he kind of storms out of the observation deck towards one of the private rooms, and uh, you can feel like everyone's uh, in ease <laughs> come amongst so, them. So, so this big baby didn't even want his position on the science officer. He just wanted oh, to be captain. No. He wanted to take you out because obviously there's been some antagonism between you two this entire trip uh but this section of the, the ap is indeed called the mutiny yeah <laughs> wait isn't isn't that a punishable offense by death uh well, for it's like a punishable i mean it's punishable by death if it's like an actual mutiny but they weren't technically crew they were passengers <sighs> yeah i feel like i feel like things that were punishable just let by me pop death out the airlock. Like, just let me like, watch his head like burst 20 years ago were a little different <laughs> um in space. I avoided using the term mutiny because I felt like it would come up. Nope, that's what this part would, of the, uh, was would, called, but... <laughs> with uh, Rango, Ra whatever word I'm trying to say. It doesn't matter. I don't know. What word are you trying to say? <laughs> well, so Sprouse looks at everyone and is like, well, <clears throat> looks like Lochwort just showed his actual character, but if anyone wants to help, we'll be happy to have you. I think uh, Devasha would stand up and say, I, uh, I think I will go in a bit here and talk to Lochwort as much as I also do not like to admit it. I would like his mind on the computers rather than wallowing in defeat. I will go see to him. And he'll, he'll leave. Uh, Echo 7 will go over to uh, Zelenon and say, Master Zelenon, would you accompany me to Brattleburg for the potential to help him? Uh, and Kalora Gishi, I think, was the other trained medical officer or medical <laughs> professional. 
yeah, yeah, they, they can help. And if you want to continue crafting those patches, uh, you guys can. I will say the majority of the, the rest of the trip is going to be very quiet <laughs> in so much as over the next couple of days, we are we are going to uh, fast travel through them, fast fast forward in the form of montage mode as the civilians are indeed um, uh, helping out in all aspects of the ship whenever whenever you need it. If you are just looking for someone to like help hand you tools in the engineering bay, we see Zinnia pop out of the like the sensor array um, uh, computer system, and Raz Jungat's there with. Uh, a sitcom smile on his face, just like shaking his head as he hands you the the wrong tool like the fifth time in a row. And yeah, on, on the holographic uh, amusement chamber, um, um, maybe we see Devasho gardening along with Zelenan. Um, uh, we see a, a quick scene of uh, Devasho trying <laughs> trying to chat with our our good friend. Uh, our best friend, I should say, Xantos Loachwort, uh, and maybe maybe you're able to like crack a, a smile out of him every once in a while. But he'll he'll come up to the bridge um, over the next couple of days and, and do some computation stuff at the the science officer. Um, head down and uh, towards the end of it, you know, kind of looks over at you, uh, Miles, towards your character, and says, "Captain." And heads on out. Uh, we see Echo sit on the whoopee cushion that was placed for him. <laughs> he, he's only standing desk now. He's like he's only in there for a short time. Uh, Echo Seven, we got you next to Brattle Burr, uh, Bilge Bratter of the Brunoa Bilge Bratters. Um, maybe helping out with uh, Zelenan, who he's not able to you know heal anything on the the dwarf, but is able to like you know um, cut the pain out. Um, he's not taking uh, hit point damage here, but will uh, help to ease his mind as this is happening. So I, I, I do have a question. So I know mm-hmm. you said this book, part of the book was called a mutiny. If Sprouts had been nicer to him, would this still have happened? Oh yeah. Um, there, there might be some, uh, some other negatives here. Uh, or or I, I think some things that you guys could have done would have given him bonuses. Uh, one of them is in the gremlin fight. If any of your attacks had damaged a, another part of the ship, they, the, the glitch gremlins have an ability that like shunts off, uh, your missed attacks. I did notice that you mentioned that. Uh, yeah. I can't believe that you didn't hit any meaningful systems when you're in that fight. Oh, yeah. No, if, if you guys had destroyed, like, life support or something, <laughs> like, he would have brought that up. But uh, I think he rolled, like, 18s, 19s, and 20s during that fight. It was it was pretty grossly one-sided. Um, but, yeah, there's, there's a number of things in this part. And the consequences, if... Uh, our dear friend Jabert had not uh, given the reroll to to you, Miles. Is indeed the majority of the evacuees would have sided with Xantos and asked you to to give up uh, the captain's chair. And uh, um, if you guys had gone the violent route, you know uh, th- there are repercussions, obviously, for that. Right. I figured. I was I was debating whether not to use the reroll. So uh, if Jabert is in dire circumstances, I might have to repay the favor, pay it forward. <sighs> I, I will allow that provisionally, but uh, for this part, it's because he was he was specifically aiding you, right? On on that check, but um, yeah, going from a natural two to like a seventeen or whatever you rolled is is pretty useful. Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty great. <laughs> didn't I didn't realize Zelenan's diplomacy was that great. His diplomacy is very good, uh, as well as his uh, his life science Zantos? computers. 
Uh, Xantos, yeah, sorry. Uh, Xantos also has a pretty good <laughs> diplomacy. Yeah, I imagine he does have a good diplomacy, but not who I thought uh, Yeah, no, Xantos is a, a fairly charismatic uh, gentleman. You know, the first time you saw him, he was uh, inciting nearly a riot at uh, Fort Gallant. Um, um, right. Um, let's... Uh, does anybody want to roll these fortitude checks for, for Brattleburr? Um, I'm, I'm I just mean, going to... I feel like I've been doing it. I don't want to do it because I don't want his death on my shoulders. Let's do trust. Sure. Trust is a mystic. Yes, I will roll this thing. So just a straight t uh, Tony. Uh, yep, and he's going to get a plus six to this because Xantos uh, is going to come in and uh, assist with the, the medical patches, changing them out daily as well from, from here on out. Thank you, Xantos. You're welcome. Oh, boom, baby! Oh, that's the role we needed. And I, I come back to everyone and I say, everyone, I believe Xantos is the hero that we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you roll on the dice there? We require. Uh, it is uh, a natural 20 dice. So that is a obviously a successful fortitude save, which means he does not go any further down the um, the disease track. Um, we are going to make one more save, but at this point I can tell you that you guys are going to get to Ultranius in time to get him to a, a medical facility. Yes. It, it was very possible that he was going to die on like in the final hour before he got there, but now not possible. We'd have like a real emergency room scene where he's getting grav lifted into an emergency room and they're just like clear. Just, uh, make me make me one more uh, d20 roll. Anybody that wants to roll it. But like I said, at this point. Let, uh, me, let me do this one then. Oh, never mind. No. <laughs> oh, Miles. Miles, Miles nobody asked you. Nobody asked you, Miles. <laughs> he rolled it. Uh, yeah, so his position like levels off for a day or so. And, you know, he's he's talkative. But then the following day, uh, you go into like check on, on Brattleburr. Um, and he's unconscious and you can't you can't like raise him uh, so it, it's definitely dire but by that point um, about six days into the trip um, you're on the command deck and you get a ping back on your sensor array on your comms as it seems like you are finally close enough to another ship or another station uh, to get a a response and it is indeed it seems like another um ship that has escaped Susculin and is heading in kind of a the same route with conventional thrusters as as you all um and, and you're able to just get some garbled messages off to them but a few hours later uh in the distance all the evacuees on the the ob observation deck um, see the same site as you guys right below it as uh there's a small blue marble that kind of appears in the, the sea of darkness uh, ahead of you guys. And that is Ultranius. Fast forwarding eight hours later, uh, the Terminus Wild passes one of Ultranius's three moons and a fascinating sight comes into view. This massive space station built in and around a craggy asteroid. Let me take us to what this looks like. Brom. Ooh. Uh, you see dozens of starships docked into the station and maybe hundreds more uh, placed in, in similar orbit around uh, as the asteroid kind of creates a, a ring around uh, the the uh, planet below. And yeah, past the station uh, beneath you guys, you see the, the blue, bright blue waters of Ultranius's oceans kind of peeking through clouds of, of swirling um, upper atmospheric uh, conditions. And as you guys get closer, um, you are contacted by authorities on the space station known as Odd Rock. 
Uh, it is in a geosynchronous orbit around the this this colony world's capital city of New Graca. And uh, when you guys get on on the comms, it's a, a young SDF officer who uh, um, gives you a, a docking bay number and, and um, has you join up and, and dock at uh, one of the eastern arms of this this space station. Um, and by the time the locking clamps get onto the Terminus Wild and um, you guys can connect the, the airlock to the, the station, your nearly week-long journey is over and all the evacuees are gathering their belongings. They let out a cheer as uh, the computer comes over the comms and says, uh, um, the airlock has been opened and you guys are, are free to leave. Uh, you are met outside by a host of medics there's some SDF soldiers a few engineers who kind of push past you like the end of a movie <laughs> evacuating a building and uh, those uh, you know you can call ahead and, and let them know about the the dwarf's condition they bring him out on a, a hover stretcher and um, yeah the rest of you um, can can disembark from the ship and you see all the evacuees looking a little stunned from from the voyage um, spilling out with with all their their items a uh, a young sergeant a human sergeant uh, Jess poor comes up to you all and uh, greets you and, and gives you directions to the SDF barracks um, and uh, along with a couple other soldiers goes about um, deactivating your weapons and like you know making sure batteries and things are unequipped here here on the space station um, do you have any questions for this the sergeant as you get on board what's the situation well uh, you are one of thousands of, uh, of of ships that have been been coming in just about every hour on the hour and uh, we, we've got a quick turnaround for for the terminus wild uh, we'll we'll take her out and uh, use her as a shuttle to, to get more evacuees down to the ground uh, in, in the next couple hours, but you all are, are clear to, to take a rest up in the barracks. Should we tell them about the drift drive? Let's see, why not? Yeah, and you, you can give them a, a full situation report, um, but it, as soon as they like plug into the ship's computer, it'll give like a, a readout for just about every technical thing that's happened over the last few years. I also highlight the, the mutiny that could have been disastrous for the Terminus Wild and uh, advise harsh punishment, punishment for Xanto's <laughs> little work. <laughs> uh, Sergeant Jespor looks at the uh, Xantos um, like pulling all these scientific crates out of the ship and says, uh, yeah, that guy looks like a real jerk, but that's kind of above my pay grade. You talk to your commanding officer about that. Oh, I will. <laughs> now that we're up this ship, ooh, he's going to get <laughs> um, Zelenan comes up to you, Trest. And uh, and says, I, uh, I'm I'm going down to the planet with the, the rest of the evacuees. Uh, I'm told the information that I have for the SDF will have to wait. Seems like your bosses are a bit preoccup preoccupied with with move, moving a few million people onto the planet at the moment. So I, I just want to say thank you, Midnight Squads. Uh, thank thank you, Trust, and everyone else. Um, I, I've Jeez. I've been with you this entire uh, majority of this journey, and I just want to say I, I, I see a bit of the light of Hylax in all of you. Your words are comforting, and we appreciate them. I wish you a stealthy and expedient trip to the planet's surface to send safely. Thank you very much. Uh, my goddess does inform me, though, that this will not be the last time that we meet. <laughs> 
My hope is that that is true. There's another fond farewell scene. It's Raz Jungat comes up to you all and says, Oh, it was a break. I guess this is uh, where I say goodbye. Uh, you're off to your, your SCF quarters, and I'm, I'm heading out with these uh, evacuees. Raz, best of luck. We believe in you. Oh, that's nice of you to say there, Trist. Raz, do you remember that secret handshake I taught you? Yes. Yes, I do. But why are you saying it in front of everybody else? Keep that between us. <laughs> oh. Xenia. Oh, no. Xenia pulled. Oh, gosh. What Drew is doing? miming a bunch of handshake. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks very different when you're looking at just like the upper half. So. I was I was hoping that I could get caught on the microphone. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I, I can hear some hands slapping. <laughs> Zenny will pull an an extra, not her only wrench, but a, a wrench from her engineering kit and hand it over to Raz. Uh, and keep up your your engineering training, Raz. Well, I was talking to this guy over on a motor pool, and it seems like they're looking out for some some more help with uh with repairing some of these shuttles to get people down to the planet. So you know, I figured I'd volunteer with the SCF for some time. You know, you all showed me some some mercy when I didn't really deserve it. So I just want to say thank you. <laughs> It is Thank true. You, you did not deserve it. <laughs> uh, I promise you. I mean, this is a solemn promise. Raz Jungat, take it to my grave. Promise you I'm going to keep my nose clean from here on out. Well, Raz, I didn't think much of him when we first met, but you've proven yourself. I believe in you totally, Raz. Oh, boy. If, if you could uh, tell that to whoever's writing the pardons uh, after all this thing shakes out, that'd be great. I imagine they're going to stick me back in the... The, the jail <laughs> once uh, once the planet gets its head under itself. Oh, I'm Res. sure we'll see each other again. May not be today, may not be tomorrow, but there'll come oh. a day. All right, Captain. I, I just want, I got one last thing to say to y'all. What's that? Oh, it's to be continued. Oh! <laughs> Boy, talking as Raz Junket really kills my voice. Whew. I can't do raspy very well. You guys, you guys all have raspy NPCs sometimes, except for me. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode. More exciting to me than combat is uh, is <laughs> seeing you guys try and talk your way out of a mutiny. I know. I just I keep thinking the, about all the raspy, all the raspy NPC voices. You made them. Shut up! I'd go back and and make res. <laughs> I'm like this. I would. I would. I would Raz Jungat. My I name's want- Zantos Lochwert. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> hey. If it, honestly, if Lochwert, if if Lochwert sounded like that, I would trust him. <laughs> Oh boy, boy. Um, that's gonna do it. Do you guys have any idea where this adventure is going next? You're onto a whole nother planet. No. Uh, I would imagine wherever we go, trouble is going to follow. Well, that's probably safe to say. It'd be a pretty chill podcast. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, the combat great? we get into next week is not gonna be against Swarm. Boy, we'll oh boy, <laughs> that'd be bad news <laughs> if they immediately come for Ultranius. But uh, we will see. Next week, of course. Uh, until then, thank you guys for playing with me. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you Listeners, thanks for listening. Have a great week. Thank you. See you later. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Cosmic Crit. This episode has been made possible through a sponsorship with Roll20 and the backing of our Critamander fans on Patreon. Thanks again and have a great week.